Hi, I'm Nick Simcock. I'm an English language coach. I help Italians to unlock their English. In this podcast today, I want to talk about my memories of Halloween. From all the different festivities in England that I remember, Christmas, bonfire night, birthdays, uh, Easter, I think the most magical uh, was Halloween. And um, I have some great memories. They're divided up into three main things. Choosing a costume to wear, to go trick-or-treating in. Um, making a jack-o'-lantern, making a, uh, um, carving a pumpkin. Um, and then also, yeah, going out and doing the trick-or-treating, which was like just so exciting. Really, really so exciting. Um, so first, yeah, we had to choose the costume, something scary, um, something freaky. Uh, there was often blood involved, so a lot of red paint. Um, what else did we do? There, were, there was always someone with a big rubber mask, um, big wigs, white skin, fake wounds on, the, you know, made out of plasticine on your skin. Um, uh, fangs put over your own teeth and uh, yeah we would have a lot of fun dressing up I remember uh, and I think children in general love dressing up because you you adopt a, a different character I think it's just uh, it's great fun dressing up I think dressing up is brilliant and then uh, the second part was also making a jack-o'-lantern um, or simply carving a turnip because um, the old tradition, and I, I believe it comes from Ireland, is carving a turnip, not a pumpkin. And that's what we did when we were children. I don't ever remember carving a pumpkin, but my mum my would come home with turnips and they were really tough to carve and they're solid in the middle. So you have to scoop out um, and, and carve out the middle of the pumpkin. And I always remember we had a few blisters on our hands or fingers after we'd done all the work. And then mum or dad would help us to, with, a, with a sharp knife to carve out the eyes, nose and the mouth. And I remember also we used to put some holes in the side so we could attach a string so we could carry our lantern. Um, and then we put a small candle inside and I can still smell today the, you know, the, the burning turnip <laughs> from the candle inside. And so, um, yeah, I remember that. I remember my parents being very worried that we were going to burn ourselves with the candle or cut ourselves with a knife. So, yeah, if you do this with your children, you have to be careful um, so they don't hurt themselves. And then uh, I remember we took the lantern, our little turnips, carved turnips with us um, when we were trick-or-treating. We used to go out and about. Um, uh, and I remember our, our mum, my mum wouldn't let us light the candle. No, you can't light the candle. It's dangerous with all the, the costumes and the, the clothes might catch fire. So, but then, yeah, then, so then came the third part, the trick-or-treating and, and going out trick-or-treating was fantastic. It was so exciting. And, um, we came home from school. We couldn't wait for it to go dark, um, and go outside. We lived on a small housing estate, 
And uh, there were always the houses to avoid, no? And so either we knew or my mum said, don't go to number 14, no? Mrs Grumpy, uh, and that's a made-up name, doesn't like trick-or-treaters, no? Um, or maybe there was someone who was very religious or, and didn't really like the festival. No, we don't like that sort of thing here. Go away, no? And so in the end, you ended up going to your friends' parents' houses um, and then doing trick-or-treat. One thing I, I think is interesting here in Italy um, is that when children go trick-or-treating here, they say dolcetto scherzetto and then they just wait for the treats. They wait for the sweets or, um, you know, the, the sugary things. But in England, or at least it... It didn't work like that when I was a child. Trick or treating is trick or treat. And dolcetto o scherzetto. And so the person who answers the door has a choice. If they say treat, then they have to give you some sweets. If they say trick, then you have to perform a trick. And so um, the person who answers, opens the door... Um, has to run a risk, no? They, 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 they make the choice, or shall I send them away with some sweets, or shall I risk saying trick? Because if you say trick, then some, something nasty might happen. You might get toilet roll in your trees, in your garden. Uh, you might get flour thrown at you. Um, I, I distinctly have uh, a memory of my dad answering the door to a boy um, when I was a child and I was standing behind my dad and my dad uh, said trick so the boy came up to the door ding dong my dad opened the door trick or treat my dad trick and this boy threw a huge quantity of flour and raisins all into our house and for me as a child it was quite scary I was quite traumatized by the whole event <laughs> and um, and so um yeah, I have a I have a, a really clear memory of that moment. So yeah, the the tricks were like you know um, doing a false hand that came out of your costume, or or maybe telling a joke, um, things like that. So um, yeah, it was very different in England. Trick or treat was really trick or treat. Uh, so, if you're out with your children this Halloween, then make sure you have a very safe Halloween. Stay away from knives if you're carving pumpkins, at least with your children. And, uh, and don't burn yourself with candles. And uh, please be respectful for people. If they don't answer the door when you've knocked or rung the bell, then uh, leave them in peace. But have a very fun, super spooky Halloween. And I'll speak to you in the next podcast. My name's Nick Simcock. You have listened to my audio podcast. Thanks for listening. I'll speak to you very soon. Ciao for now.